Hey, pal, where were you? <laughs> already scratching at the door. My cat's screaming outside my door. Oh, really? Yeah, so Thomas is going to come get him. Because he will jump on the table and turn the screen the stream off if I let him in here, probably. Um, yeah, cats are finicky. Dude, Band-Aid did that to me once. He actually, like, I was showing him off, and he hit a button on the keyboard, and it went, and it cut. Oh my God. And the, he's, the religious guy is still talking. It was actually really cute. <laughs> You're just like, well, bye-bye. Yeah. Later, dude. Well... Hello, everyone. It's Thursday. It's been a while, sort of, since we've seen you. Last time we saw you, it was not the pickup line, but it was Thursday. What did we do instead? Oh, what did we do? Well, we did a fundraiser for Recovering from Religion, where we had over 36 YouTubers for almost a four-hour-long event, and we raised just under $6,000 for Recovering from Religion. It was so much fun. There was a lot of beautiful faces on there. Once and now that we're back to the pickup line every Thursday, we will be back here each and every week. And today, today almost didn't happen. We had a few changes. Originally, we were going to be talking about uh, sex work with Arden of Eden. Unfortunately, uh, she lost power. So we're doing deal breakers and red flags. But for me, it has not been the best day. So if I'm being completely transparent with the audience. I actually did have to smoke a little extra weed to like calm down. So you're 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 getting chill, Ethan, today right now. Can I? I hate to do this, but I also love to do it. But can I one up you? Oh, please. So speaking of changes and things that are not expected, there's very bad weather here in Texas today. I got to go home early from work because the weather was so bad. There was like a ice storm warning. So the roads were very slick and they were like, we need to send people home. We don't want people driving out, you know, later in the day. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I get to go home early. That's awesome. I crashed my car. I crashed my car. I crashed my freaking car. And I was not, I was driving so safe. I braked with plenty of time, quote unquote. So I thought I was not driving that fast. I was not tailgating and and I rear-ended a guy and I cried like a freaking baby. <laughs> no one's hurt. It's okay. And you know what makes me feel better? No, it doesn't make me feel better. It makes me feel less stupid. It makes me feel grateful that I'm one of the lucky ones because there was a hundred car pileup today, this morning. The same day that I crashed. So everyone else was doing it too. No one knows how to drive. It's not just me. Um, some people lost their lives. And so I do not feel happy about that. But it makes me feel like, okay, I'm not a freaking idiot. Like these things happen. And yes. you just, I'm trying to just be grateful that I am okay. The other guy was okay. He didn't yell at me, which was my biggest fear. I don't want to be yelled at. It was an accident. <laughs> I couldn't stop crying. I was like, are you okay? Here's my insurance. Um, and uh, I think it just, it's one of those things that I'm reminded of. Like, I don't like to be one of those pessimistic people who's like, hope for the worst, expect, no, hope for the best, expect the worst. Like, don't expect the worst, but just learn to roll with the punches. That's all you I can do. Hope for the best, but plan for the worst. I don't plan for the worst. I want to have, I want to be, I want to be optimistic and think everything's going to go great. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to freak out. So I'm with you there, except when there are more extenuating circumstances or things that are 
greatly out of my control, I'll be more reserved and be like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? I need to plan for this because I have impulsive behavior. I will Mm. just get up and do something. And I have to try and remember and force myself to stop and think things through and remember that just because I want to do something doesn't mean I should do something. And at times I forget that. I just get so focused on, I want, I want, I want. Uh, Like I always, because I felt like my personality was stifled or my expression was stifled for so long. Right. Now, any, anything that could potentially incapacitate even temporarily my ability to express myself, I'm like, nope, nope, get out of my way, rather than like thinking like, okay, is this actually a rational decision? Um, okay. Okay. I feel you. Well, I hope you don't feel like I'm trying to one-up you, even though like jokingly I kind of am. But <laughs> if anything, I just – We want you to know Ethan and Hannah are having a rough time today, but we're excited to just shoot the shit per usual. If this is your first time here, I don't know if it is or not. I'm seeing a lot of the same people in the chat, which I'm very excited about. Thank you for being here. We're going to shoot the shit and talk about red flags and deal breakers in relationships. I mean, per, per usual, we talk about sex, love, dating, relationships, all that jibber jabber. And we just talk candidly. We have a good time. And sometimes we share a little too much and it can be pretty hilarious. So if you want to call in, tell us one of your deal breakers or tell us about some red flags that you may have uh, looked over or realized were red flags later on uh, or knew right away, uh, you can call the number on the screen. It's 951-364-2430. Seriously, we want to hear your red flags and your deal breakers. Yeah. And it, yeah. what's funny is I was talking about this with my coworker today and I realized how funny it is how they change over time. Like my red f- or my deal breakers when I was younger or like my my standards, my checklist or what I was looking for in a relationship. I mean, this is kind of obvious. It has <laughs> changed so much over time. Like Absolutely. they used to be so silly. Well, in a moment, I do want to talk about like how much skepticism has changed the way I date. But there is a story I want to tell, and this is about rear-ending people. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I rear-ended a guy today, and I'm really sad about it. My car's well, probably ruined. This might cheer you up just a little bit. Because you did it too. <laughs> Sucker. Well, no, check it out. Okay, so this is like 15 years ago. Yeah, about 15 years ago, I am driving home from work in like the worst snowstorm. And uh, I drink, you know, I always have my water on me. So I'm always drinking water. And Good. I am in the <laughs> and car. I drink. <laughs> I'm in the car for like three hours at this point. And it's just bumper to bumper. We're on the expressway on 355. And I know at this rate, I'm not going to be home for like 90 minutes. And my bladder couldn't hold it anymore. I had drank so much water that day. So I'm like, hey, you. stay hydrated. It, it's bumper to bumper. I, I can do this. So I kept my other water bottle. I cut like the top of it off and I'm, you know, getting my pants down while we're slowly going like a mile per hour. <laughs> and I, st- I start peeing in the cup. I'm like, 
Oh my God. And it, it was bad. Like this isn't something you could hold that I couldn't pull over because uh, it was literally in the middle of the expressway and I was going to pee my pants. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, Oh, and then next thing. Oh, <laughs> no, I knew I, it. I hit the car in front of me and my, my pee is with going your dick out. out. Yeah. And this dude like jumps out of the car fast. My pants are around my ankles and I Why have are a, they down so far because I was trying. It was a difficult situation. Okay. <laughs> I've never tried to pee while driving. So, so I wouldn't understand. I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like trying to like put the, put the, you have to figure out where to put the pee and, and like, get your pants up in time before this man confronts you with your pants down. It's getting closer and closer to the car. And I'm like, oh my God, come on. And I'm like trying to get my pants up as fast as I can. And literally just as like he's walking up, I'm like rolling the window down. I'm like, sorry about that. I'll, let me pull over. Just give me a minute. And he could tell like I was a little frazzled. I'm like, dude, my car just slipped. I'm sorry. I wasn't going to be like, dude, I had to I pee. I was peeing. <laughs> Yeah, well, sometimes you have to explain to the insurance company and they'll ask you, like, were you on your phone or doing anything that was that could have been distracting while you're drinking? Yes, I was urinating <laughs> in a cup. So needless to say, and the guy was cool. I was like, look, dude, you know how insurance works. I'll pay the $500 deductible. My insurance will go up anyway. How about I just pay for the damage? And he's like, okay, cool. So it ended up costing me like $480. So I was like, Man, that was a four hundred and eighty dollar urination session. Man, you was it, it worth it? Was it worth it? Did you feel better? You should have honestly, just peed your pants. I would have. Pee I literally would have peed my pants. It was bad. Man, um, well, okay, you've one upped me back. I have <laughs> never rear-ended someone with my dick out. So, dude, that's one thing I do have is interesting okay. stories for days because. As you can tell, I'm a goofy dude. Things just blurt out of my mouth. I get myself into some sticky situations. Some stick, sticky, pissy situations. <laughs> Remember that part in the beginning of this show where I said sometimes we share a little too much? I'm glad. You know what? Good. I feel better. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you, though. Um, well, so to answer Samuel's question... Yeah, I would pull over next time. Uh, dude, I was I was like I was a kid, man. I didn't friggin' know. I'm like, I can pull this off. I can't pull over. Dude, actually, looking back, I probably didn't pull over because the snow was like insane. Like there was just yeah. nuts. But uh yeah. yeah, that sucked. Well, my California ass is learning that, like, when people say, like, oh, the weather is bad, drive slow, you know, being in California, I was like, yeah, okay, just, like, slow down, kind of. Uh, no, slow the fuck down. It's no joke out here in Texas. Like, I've never lived somewhere with extreme weather. I, I didn't realize it would be a big deal. Like, I, I was driving a little bit slower than normal. I really was. But, like, I, man. A hundred cars piled up. Okay, let's stop talking about fucking cars. Right, but one more thing. <laughs> okay. Here's a prime example. You know how I was saying, like, my wants sometimes get like get me into stupid situations. Yeah, sometimes you rear-end someone with your dick out. Well, 
<laughs> oh, put it like that. You should have thought that one through, Ethan. Yes, I should have. Um. Ah, oh, crap! I forgot what I was going to say. Now I'm so sorry, Stony Baloney. It's okay. That's okay. We we've got plenty of rainbow barf. Let me rewind. Let's stop talking about cars. And you said, yeah, but one more thing. Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was. There was one more thing about cars, and I can't think. Of it. <laughs> Some of these cars. Okay. Well, just, oh, here. Oh oh, oh. oh God. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. When I say like. For instance, the last weekend was a snowstorm, and it was a mm -hmm. shitty snowstorm. But Ethan wanted to go play video games at his buddies and didn't want to be smart and responsible and stay home. So he went to his buddies and played video games and got stuck in driving. Like, I honestly am surprised I didn't go fly. Like, I was going on the expressway 15 miles per hour. The whole way home, like everybody was, we were even, trying to be careful, and that's a time where even my brother was like, "Dude, that's why I was trying to get you to have a movie night with us, man. You shouldn't have drove." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It was so stupid." Listen, bro, you got to see the footage of what happened today on the freeway and here in uh, well, it happened in Fort Worth, so not net, like right, not uh, bleh, not where <laughs> I live, but. I got the same highway I take to work. It happened on, and a truck like went flying over traffic, dude, like a semi. Like it looked like a action movie. Yeah, it's cool. Sounds cool, but is it looks wild? But people died, and I feel really sad because like it could have been any of us, man. Now learning today, like driving in intense weather is very difficult. And that's a lot of times I keep that thought in my head when I stress out and try so hard to remember that at any moment, like this life could be robbed for me. Like uh, to me, like, dude, my, my seizures could come back tomorrow. Like I could go back to like basically living in bed all day, taking seizure medicine. Like that's no way to live, but that could happen. So when people tell me to slow down or like, I, I, it's so hard for me to because I think about that regularly. Like, this is my only chance I could run out of time at any moment. Yeah, because you and I don't believe in an afterlife. So it kind of makes time more precious here. And it's kind of fucking terrifying. But just not to sound cheesy, but I just like want to do as much good as I can. Yeah, man. Leave the world life. better than when you found it. Right. Like, Find a way to make a difference in people's lives. So segue into. Yes, because we got a call. Do we really? I was going to say living your life to the fullest means you should also not settle. So if you have a deal breaker, stick with it, man. Don't Ooh. settle. Yes. Was that Ooh. fire or what? Yeah, you're getting good at this. You're on point. <laughs> Let's take a caller. Let's do it. Okay. We have got this one. I don't have to call screen. I have. Oh, never mind. I was going to make it. An appropriate joke, Kevin. We don't you do are on with Hi, Kevin. Ethan. Hi, well, keeping with tradition. How are y'all doing? Good. Hey, good. How are you? Not bad. Um, yeah, so a little off topic, but I was just calling with some general, uh, looking for some general relationship advice, like 
as being somebody who's been single for several years and um okay uh, (laughs) i'll try anything like in particular i'm sorry oh i'm sorry i think i might have been talking over you but i was saying like did you have any like anything in particular that's that's on your mind right now well yeah it's just like like where to start um like from where I've been, uh, a lot of people have told me like go to the church to find a woman or something like that, you know. And it's like, and uh, I tried dating on social media a little bit, um, and it's been pretty unfruitful for me. So I'm like, where where do you go, um, like to start these conversations right now, you know, like just to try to get out there. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I mean, especially right now, considering everything's on lockdown your your options are even more limited but let's pretend that this is not covid time i suppose and well i guess we could start there like if this was normal ethan you've been single for a while where do you go man so i have very unconventional advice in this Ethan might not be the best guy i don't think he feels shy anywhere no (laughs) no like okay that's actually not true like I, when I'll meet someone in person, I can be actually very shy. Like there's times I've warned people, like, just so you know, I get social anxiety. I can be socially awkward. So mm-hmm. sometimes like I get, you know, you get a little, little nervous boy. Yeah. Like, because again, when we grow up in a society that always tells you you're weird or different and all that stuff on repeat, you start to believe it and you're like okay act act normal yeah. so where do you go what do you where do you go where do you go to meet the chicks keep me on topic so this is my unconventional advice which i will say is has been fruitful but i try to make friends like i won't really be like hey you want to go on a date with me i'll be like look dude you want to hang out sometime dude you want to play some board games uh you want to go grab a bite to eat uh, hey, let's video chat. Uh, I'd like to get to know you better. Like I, when you label it a date, it typically makes people more nervous on both ends. Sometimes they're even more likely to say no because they don't want to set these expectations of a date. Um, and honestly, why date someone if you can't even be friends with them first? Mm. so like go into it with the intention of like making friends not like meeting like the person someone in the chat uh said like exactly what like i was thinking where is it go where uh kay thea says uh go where people share your interests um that's like covid fucks it up though that damn autocorrect um that's that would be my thing like if you like if you like to like go to like comic book stores or go to like gaming tournaments, like go there, you're going to meet people with the same interests. I mean, if you just like go to a bar, you're going to meet a whole different slew of people from all different kinds of backgrounds and interests and it. They might not vibe with you. Or if you like to go to, I can't, I haven't socialed in so long. I'm like, where do people go? If you like to go to the local skating rink, <laughs> Where do people fucking go? But like, yeah, if there's something that interests you, so or totally kind of weird, if you are like a shy person who just like stays home and plays video games, 
meet someone online, man. Like it's the freaking it's 2021. You can do that. I will say with Facebook dating, I have probably had the most Facebook dating or maybe Bumble. I've had the most like success, but Mm -hmm. I guess, sorry, it depends on how you define success, success Mm -hmm. as in like actually meeting a partner. No, but success and actually meeting some awesome people and, you know, just having a good time. And dude, like if you take time to make friends with people overall, it makes your life, in my opinion, so much better. Like you build connections, you, you learn your likes and dislikes and then you approach it as friends. In my experience, the opposing part, I say opposing party, the, the recipient, uh, (laughs) so official, more likely to be themselves because they don't have that hmm. mentality in mind. And you'll find out like, because too many people on their first dates are very fake. They just show you like what they That's want you true. to see. That's true. That's right? true. Yeah. And imagine. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. What was that, Kevin? Oh, I, I was just joking. I said, you got to bust out the resume on the first date. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Do you do you want to know what I did after I went on my last date? I sent the girl a survey. I was it's like, so dude, freaking weird, but kind of brilliant. I'm like, I need you to fill this out. <laughs> I hope that helps a little bit, though, Kevin. Like, I think, I think ideally, like, like what I think I stand by is like find like a niche activity that you can go and you will have fun and be yourself, but you know, you're also going to meet people who are kind of similar to you. I don't know what that might be. It's going to be different for everyone because then you're going to go into it. You you won't be even be disappointed if you don't like meet a a person every time that could be like a partner or potential, you know, whatever you're going to just go have fun and make friends anyway. And then something more could come out of that. And in my opinion, that's always been like the most fun way to like, like meet people. Like, cause then like flings can happen or they might not, but either way you're having fun, you know? And yeah, here, yeah, absolutely. if you are, this is my suggestion. If you are going to ask a woman out on a date, be different. Be like, dude, you want to go to this, uh, like, uh, well, I guess you can't really go to a haunted house right now. Haunted house, a uh, oh, that's cute escape room. Um, hey, you want to go dancing? Like, well, even if you can't dance, just do something like that is typically not done. And I'm not saying go all out. Like, don't go spending two hundred dollars on a first date. Like, nothing. No, do like it. That. I'm <laughs> you can make cheap. Like, you can have fun for cheap but you can still make it stand out. So my advice would be that do your best to stand out, but at the same time, don't, don't be misleading. Like don't go all out just to win the person over. And then all of a sudden, you know, be, be who you are consistently. But also just to like take the pressure off of having to like ask someone out. If you're going to this, like, place where you're doing some kind of activity that interests you and the other person, you already kind of are like getting to know that person in that way. So it's not, I don't know. Like, so there's no pressure to be like, oh, I really like this person, but how do I hang out with them? It's like, you are hanging out with them, you know, like eventually, you know, because you're making friends. 
Go make friends, Kevin. You can do it. <laughs> um, also, you know, make uh, get involved in like some Facebook groups, start conversations. Yeah, make me. Yeah, like like just anything that interests you. Like Facebook groups are awesome because they do meetups and stuff. But maybe not right now. But well, and then also, uh, you can. Uh, um, oh crap! What was I gonna say? God damn it, Ethan. Make a Facebook post. Be like, dude, is anybody into and then such and such activities and see who responds. One time. That's how I, Ethan found me. I, that's Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I say exactly what I want on Facebook. Like one time I was like, uh, I just need someone who wants to cuddle and get high. And I got some responses and I was like, sweet. Like, Ethan, you're so. But, but don't be misleading. Like most importantly, like I can't stand dishonesty. So don't, for instance, be like, dude, I want to like uh, cuddle with you and watch a movie. And then all of a sudden, next thing you're trying to sleep with them. Like don't do that. Yeah, that's true. If you're looking for like sex, like that's something um, that is nothing to be ashamed of, but also something you should be honest about. It's only, a, yeah. it's only a shameful thing if you like are misleading a thing about it, in my opinion. Right. Like, and in my experience, there are a great, deal a good deal of women who respect that honesty like if you say hey i'm just looking for this or i'm just looking for friends with benefits like you can actually get those things you just again be transparent um i think we're totally like going off topic from what like kevin's question was. <laughs> like, we're like going like so then no, we get this uh, on that note do you think more women are identifying as asexual now or like uh, non-binary? Well, those are two um, different things. Um, like asexual and non-binary. Did you mean one or the other or? So asexual. Well, yeah, I, either or. I, I feel that at least in my experience, many of my female friends are, as you said, they're, they're down to cuddle and watch a movie, but there's no sexual attraction there. So maybe a, okay. a personal anecdote there. Well, it, for one, it does, dude, cuddling is great for your mental health. Like it is, and just having that companionship it is, in my opinion, very beneficial. Now, um, you can find someone who just likes to cuddle and you can find someone else who just wants to have sex. Um, that can at times be more difficult to find, but if you are upfront and honest about it, you know. Or it, you know what? We were going to have a sex worker on here. You could go to Nevada if you really want to have sex. Like, there's literally, I have talked to so many guys who are like, you're not a real man if you have to pay for sex. Fuck oh, that, man. Dude, I have actually legitimately considered paying for sex. Why and wouldn't you, if it's something you want and you're having a hard time finding a consenting partner, like, not that I'm saying, like, sex workers aren't consenting, like, find someone who is <laughs> but like, there's literally like if you just want sex and you're like your game like isn't on point i i think people need to start need to stop shaming it it's not just that it's okay i am a very very busy person um you know i have my day job i work 40 45 hours a week with that although i've been working a lot more lately than i have this youtube thing which is full time like it's not right. just, it's not only the two hours you know 
on the three streams when I'm live, there is so much work that goes in behind the scenes. So at times it'd be like, well, wait, if I just had someone right now, um, one that I didn't have, I could just be straightforward and honest with just for this, like two hours, that'd be great. Like, and there should be nothing wrong with that. And if I wanted to, to pay for that, there should be no negative stigma against me as a man, because it's not that I would, I have trouble finding it, but sometimes it's, that's a really good point. It's yeah. It's an alternative because also like, I'm always like the older I've gotten, the more scared I am to lead somebody on or hurt somebody. And I'm just like, that's a really good point. It's it. Yeah, dude. I, and I, I know that sometimes I've been in situations where a woman's like, I'll be fine. It's no big deal. And I'm just like, I've gone down this road before and it ends up somebody's getting anyone getting hurt. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's some, so, you know, I just realized something about me. I think I have like a stigma in my mind, even though I'm totally fine with sex work about the men who, who pay for it, even though I like advocate for there not being any shame in it. Like, but there's so many other reasons to want to get, you know, a sex worker or an escort or whatever. Other than, oh, you're you're not good enough to get a girl on your own. Like, some people are just busy. Like, I, I guess I just never, like, considered that. And I just uh, feel like I, I don't know, changed my my outlook that I didn't realize I had. And that's kind of cool. Yay. <laughs> um, so, I don't I, know. I, I hope some of this helps, Kevin. I know that we went all over the place with this. No, absolutely. And I uh, appreciate uh, both your input and what you do. And uh, thank you for taking my call. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks Have for a good calling. One. All right. Dude, that was a good call. That was a good call. We it still, hey, real quick, give me one of your, I already know what it is. So I'm going to like pat myself on the back if I'm right. But what's a deal breaker for you? Oh, uh, oh crap. I know what it is. Well, say it. Dishonesty. Oh, how did you, dude? <laughs> yes. Although I have found another deal breaker that, well, I shouldn't call it a full on deal breaker, but it's starting to feel like it's getting to that point where it's a deal breaker because I am a skeptic. I can't turn my brain off. Like I naturally. And the older I get, the more I try and break things down and understand them. And some things make sense and some things don't. So for you. when, and I don't, and I guess this goes into the dishonesty part, but like I was, had recently been talking with someone and we we're having this great conversation. And then next thing I know, she's going into the energy manipulation and she can see and touch my soul. And I'm just like, no. Okay. No. Nope. So nope. Like you kind of need someone on the same page as you, as far as like. Right. Like, yeah. It's how like, you think the world works and stuff. Right. And I was like, Hey, you know, I'll deal with this on YouTube. I love having these conversations, but not in my personal life, not in my, like in a relationship. Like I, I couldn't listen to that all day. I, because mm -hmm. I don't believe it. And if I, like, I don't know how I could be with someone that wasn't at least in the same ballpark. And I want to be very clear. I'm not referring to intelligence in any capacity. Right. Brilliant people far smarter than me who, who believe in God and believe in the supernatural. But for me personally, I can't stop dissecting things. And therefore like, I just don't buy into it. 
Yeah, no, I uh, dated someone with a with different like belief system than me who uh, like because I was an atheist, it actually caused problems. And let me uh, elaborate. He was raised Catholic and uh, I'm actually having trouble remembering where he stood when we dated. But um, I know that he held on to a lot of those like core values and traditions and the fact that like he was kind of proud that his family was Catholic. And, you know, I had no problem with that. But when I would start to speak my mind on how my opinions and how I felt like things worked, um, and I'm very vocal about the harm that religion does cause, um, he started to get very offended. And I understand why. But I don't feel like in a relationship with my person who I want to be my 100% self around, that that's something that I could... Um, like contain, like I, I would, I, I have to, like, it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about. It's, you know, I, I like to say like, oh, I'm an atheist, but like I'm a normal person, but it is, it is a big part of my life. Like, I mean, it's, it's how I interact with the world. Right. And, um, uh, 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 oh, sorry. Please. No, no, no. I, I just started making weird noise. I don't know. <laughs> I will like, when I've made comments on my Facebook about like, looking for atheist women and be like, well, what do you have against Christians? Why wouldn't you date a Christian woman? It's that you can't like not, you, you're going to be, a, you're going to fucking offend them. <laughs> right. I'm like an outspoken atheist YouTuber. And it's not only that. Do you know that every Christian I've ever dated has always ended up having an issue with the fact that I don't have faith? So mm -hmm. like, why would I keep investing in relationships with people that would continually have an issue with that. And yeah. again, I need someone that's on the same page, you know, that was. And that's just a personal, personal preference. Like I, I know I, people who are in a relationship with like, you know, a theist with an atheist and I, as far as I know, they're fine, but just for me, deal breaker, man. <laughs> deal breaker calling the YFNA show without knowing the topic. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, can, I, you know what's funny, Kevin, is we just now started actually talking about the topic. Like before you called, we, like it, we didn't make it very clear. It's fine. No. <laughs> Honestly, we're always ready to give. Well, we're always willing. I'm always willing to try my best. Exactly. And honestly, Ethan, it's it, our goddamn show. If we stray from the topic. We're we going to stray from the topic. But yeah, like if you need relationship or dating advice. I'm no expert, but I can only tell you like what's worked for me. And again, I don't know. My advice is unconventional. I, I don't know that many men could get away with saying, Hey, why don't you come over and like cuddle and watch a movie where the women would actually believe it? Because yeah, you're to, kind of ballsy. I, <laughs> like just to put it absolutely bluntly, like you're kind of ballsy. Like I before, like we were like doing this. I remember seeing one of your posts. that was like, I think it was the. I just want someone who can come over and smoke and cuddle. And I was like, what's with this guy? Because <laughs> I wasn't like, I don't know. I don't see people post stuff like that. Like normally, people like kind of want to play it cool with ulterior motives, and, and you know, not like or they don't. I don't know. I think it takes like a certain amount of like vulnerability to be like, hello, I would like a companion, please. Like. I don't know. And I thought it's kind of sweet. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It kind of threw me off at first because I was like, either this guy's like sweet and honest or he's fucking weird. That's and that's where 
<laughs> my my mouth at times gets me in trouble because I'll say things like that and people are like, what's with this guy? And I'm just Honestly, like, I'm it's, just it's on my mind. You, once you talk, once one talks to you for like less than five minutes, it's like, okay, he's just a goob. <laughs> he's harmless. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite was when, uh, was actually like, I had messaged Holly the from Table for Two originally, and like I had said, she made a post about karaoke. She was one of the people that inspired me to start just posting when I want because she did that. She's like, I need a wingman and a karaoke buddy, and I responded. And she later told me, she's like, Yeah, I just thought you wanted to sleep with me. <laughs> and I remember, like after we met, she's like, So you were actually telling the truth. You didn't want to sleep with me. I'm like. I told you, dude, I just wanted a karaoke buddy. I just wanted to freaking get some bops out. Man. All right. Deal breaker number two. Yes. Wait, well, it's technically three. Dishonesty, having different religious beliefs, and, like, literally it's no way against, like, religious people. It just doesn't work in our relationships. <laughs> well, also, moving too fast. Like, when I see someone that's like, hey, you know, Within two years, I want to be married. Like, oh yeah, I've ha I've. See ya. I think when I was twenty three, I was dating a guy for like a little bit. We were like hugging up, and like I could tell he kind of liked me, but I was hung up on an ex, and he was a rebound. He was cute. Okay, anyway, <laughs> very stupid though. Oh shit! If he no, nah, I don't care if he watches this. He was mean to me later on. Um. Oh. He was like, yeah, I just really, like, by the time I'm 25, want to get a girl pregnant. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Goodbye. But you're very cute. <laughs> That's actually would be another topic is relationship and, or sorry, relationships and children or should you have children? Because I will say. The Ooh, that's going to be a very touchy topic. Well, the older I get, the more I am actually having a hard time with the idea of people just continuing to have babies without thinking about it. Because everyone, like, oh, I, they just want to have kids. But you have to stop and ask yourself if you should have kids. And people, they don't do that you need to be careful you need to be no i'm telling you yes oh, not wow. people who are, yet people who are having sex unprotected you need to be careful because oh. it's human life but also ethan what what did i careful do? people what have i'm just saying things happen and it's hard it's easy to judge okay Oh, I'm not judging, too, dude. You are a little bit. No, 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 no. All I'm encouraging is people to say, hey, I know I want to have a child, but I need to be considered. I should. Not only am I financially or emotionally ready, but let's, okay, here, I'll give you myself, for example. I suffer from ADHD, anxiety, depression. It's something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. I had to deal with epilepsy. Do I really want to risk bringing a child in the world that could suffer from the same things I've suffered from or possibly worse? Like, I need to factor that in that they are, they have a possible likelihood of getting that. And I don't, and additionally, what if I get worse? What if my seizures come back and I just 
went ahead and had a kid. And then two years from now, I'm in, you know, first I'm in a wheelchair, next I'm paralyzed. Like I, I'm not trying to be rude. I just wish people would think about it more because. Okay. We need to talk about this another time because I have so many questions for you. I, okay. I want to actually kind of debate you on this. Let's do it. Let's like next week. Like I want, okay, we're, we're going to have to talk about this behind the scenes because I don't want to waste too much time, but like okay. I fucking disagree with you. Uh, and I want to pick your brain so much. I think I disagree with you. And I'm really curious to find out where I think I stand on this. Um, me too. And now I want to do this, but we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. That might happen next week. We'll see. We do have a caller. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. Oliver, you are on the line. Hello. With, hey, you're on the line with Hannah. Oliver. Oliver. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Oh, oh, thank you for taking my call. I just uh, discovered you uh, recently. Uh, big fan. Uh, sorry you're having tough days, but I want to say thank you for everything you do. You, I truly believe you are helping so many people with their day. So thank you for that. Oh, and um, you. I actually had. Um, <laughs> um, I actually had a question about uh, what I've thought about was a deal breaker on my part for a potential person I dated. So, uh, um, Ethan, you mentioned uh, seizures and, you know, being on medication in bed. Well, that's been mostly my story for almost six years. I have, sadly, um, physical and mental problems. I'm sorry. Thing. I may appear normal for short periods of time, maybe a couple hours, sometimes maybe a couple of days, but I can't keep it up forever. And unfortunately, my body physically, sometimes I just, I just have to just, you know, crash and rest. And sometimes my brain just can't handle either. And I just start either speaking gibberish or I just forget so much and oh, a lot of various things. Now, I completely agree that you should not settle. I've been a huge believer in that all my life. Too. So I love that. But a concern I've had in the last six years or so is, well, I, I would love to not settle and have the relationship I want to, that I've always wanted to have, but I don't want someone else settling but I also love the, you have to be honest. I have to be truthful. I've, I've been a truth seeker all my life. That, uh, so, so I'm kind of wanting to pick your brains on this. And <laughs> I just caught your little debate challenge on the whole having children thing. And that's something I've been struggling um, in the past few years myself, because I've wanted a family for a very long time, but I've caught, myself thinking is that wise for me to have children if I end up having the relationship I want to have so I I want your your input I'd like your thoughts on all this uh, so something you mentioned earlier makes me want to ask do you feel like someone would be settling if they were with you for a long time I did and it took several years to really come out of that uh, state of mind. And so now what I've been thinking in recent is 
there are people that um, don't get hung up on any one particular thing or they're not focused. You could say closed-minded, but I guess if we all are, and it just happens to be what they focus on. And I know there are people that are very caring and some are very caring in specific ways, such as, for example, being a caretaker, caregivering kind of person. And if I found myself with a person like that, it could work. I just don't know if it would be more, am I just, just scratching their itch? So I, I'm conflicted with that. I wish I could. It's hard for me. Like, I want to give advice, but also like, I don't know what it's like to have to, to need a caretaker. And I know that there's a lot that goes into being able to accept that. And, but I, I do know of a lot of interabled relationships or, you know, the relationship where they're both disabled. And I just, it like breaks my heart to hear that because I'm like, oh my gosh, like you absolutely are worthy of love. Absolutely. And I, I hope you know that too. But I also can't act like I understand what it's like to accept love from someone when you know, when you, when you feel that way, because I've never had to experience that. But I know as someone who would absolutely care for someone who I loved if they needed it, I would never want that person to feel like a burden, you know? Thank you for saying that because I have been on both sides of that line. Years ago, I was I thought much quicker, but also physically, I was super active. And I've had friends and family that were disabled physically and mentally and and I cared for them I loved my family but I but I knew that I didn't understand it to that same level but it wasn't until I was in those shoes myself that I really started to understand that I didn't understand it firsthand so so I do get that so 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 thank you for for sharing that that means a lot I appreciate that you're welcome I never want to like undermine no I don't even know how to give advice in this area because I I'll go into it later how this kind of affected me uh in a a different way but uh, I don't even know what to say I'm sorry no I mean I mean I feel like you could probably relate a little bit to like knowing what it's like to have like a life-changing like condition and the way you feel when when you have a partner you know and involving that I, I can only speak from what I know and to say that as someone who I've never had to caretake though either so like that's that's really hard but I know that like my partner right now if something were to happen to him I absolutely would continue to care for him and and would never want him to feel like a burden. That's that's all I can really say is that, you know, you have love to give. And, you know, it might not, certain people might not be cut out to take on the life that you have. But I hope that you do find that person. 
And I don't think that you should let them hold you. I don't think that should let you hold that you should let that hold you back from from trying to find love and happiness. You know. And I would say, you know, I appreciate that. That does make sense. I do believe that, you know, human beings, you know, they, you know, they deserve uh, care and and love, and it, it doesn't matter whatever ailments befell upon them so so yeah i do believe that i strongly do and i'm sure that you have a lot to offer you know everyone does well it's really nice to to hear this forgive me i'm getting a little uh shy and nervous so i start (laughs) but um it's really nice to hear this and and i'm glad i got the courage to to call because uh, I, I thought it was so serendipitous i don't particularly believe in the like the whole uh, faith kind of um miraculous um like uh, coincidence I, I don't believe in that anymore <laughs> my journey to atheism has has been a a, a roller coaster but I, I i do find it serendipitous that that uh when i discovered your channel i've made it a uh i put a reminder to to catch you live on your next showing and then ethan when i heard you talking about uh you know seizures and medication being bad it's like Holy cow. Um, okay, I'm going to call. First time well, viewer live. I'm <laughs> glad you did. It was, uh, so, I want to say thank you, you for this opportunity. You are getting a lot of love in the comments section. A whole bunch of people are saying they love your call. So, uh, Oliver, you've been a sweetheart and it's very nice, been very nice talking to you. I really hope I hear from you again, Oliver. Same. Well, I, I've, I've been enjoying, um, the little bit of the videos that I've seen so far, I, I, I really like uh, both your demeanors and, and I'm looking forward to learning more about um, what you have to share. So, so, uh, and by the way, I already subscribed. So, so, so count me as a regular viewer. Thank you so much, Oliver. This was, it was great talking to you. I appreciate it very much. And uh, likewise, I hope, you have a good, likewise. I hope you have a good rest of your night. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. You, you. you both do the same. All right. Good night. Dude, what a great call. I'm emotional. I could tell. I just like. <laughs> this is. I don't know. I just, I know. I just. I don't know. It's just, it gave me a lot to think about because like, I don't understand what it's like to go through that, but. I can empathize, you know, like I, I don't know. I, I just, it makes me, I just want to hug everyone. (laughs) And I had a very cold approach with my, when it was getting very debilitating. Like I would repeatedly tell my wife at the time that, if I get stuck in a wheelchair or if something happens to me, if I get in an accident, I'm like, you move on. You are not going to live the rest of your life taking care of me. And she's like, would you do that to me? And I would, my response would always be, that's different. I would take care of you. I can't let something happen to you. But I would be insistent that if 
something happened to me that she just move on with her life and not take care of me. And it's different. Like, yeah. Like when you love someone, like, I don't know, like, I, I'm sorry. Like that was a lot to like, think about. There's a really wonderful YouTube channel. Um, they're called squirmy and grubs and they, um, the like channel is basically to just like normalize and, uh, spread awareness on interabled relationships. Um, the man in the relationship um, has, I think, like some form of muscular dystrophy. And am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, and the girlfriend is able-bodied and um, they started dating and she became his full-time caregiver and now they're married. But I, I, they're so cute to watch because like, they're so in love and what breaks my heart is like the comments that people leave on that. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, there's so many relationships like that and they can work and they do work. And I just, it like breaks my heart that people who go through that feel like they deserve to be alone because of it, or they feel like no one's going to accept them. It's like, I can only speak from my experience that if you love someone, you will do anything for them. And it's different when you love someone and then something happens to them. But there are people who like fall in love with people who already have like they're aware that these conditions exist, you know. So I don't know. I'm just talking emotional right now. (laughs) No, it's okay. Do you know how many times I said to her like that I – and this is a shitty thing to say, but that I wished I was dead so she could get a better life. Like, I hated how much it just fucking, it ruined my life, man. I could barely function. I was a lot heavier. I, at times, had to lay in bed all fucking day from the seizures. And it was just so debilitating and took its toll. And I did not want her to have to spend the rest of her life with somebody that was just all fucked up. Stop it. No more. This is supposed to be a fun show. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hannah, why'd you have to get so emotional? (laughs) It's not my fault. I think just that last call was very touching, you know? You know, and it's, and tomorrow I'm going to be so mad at myself because I've still got that inner male ego. Don't cry. You fucking cried on your fucking podcast. You fucking cried. You gonna? What are you, a woman? Don't You're going to cry? You're going to piss your pants in the car? (laughs) Like, <laughs> it's okay to cry. It's okay to what? cry. Everyone does it. I, I the more I, and it's funny. Like I have always been a very emotionally in control person, but the more I learn about myself and like the the medical traumas I experience, the more I realize just how much it's screwed up my life. And even though I am healthy and I have so much to live for. Like earlier today, I was just thinking about how emotionally I'm like five to six years behind because I went five years without learning, without growing, without 
developing my emotions. It was, mm -hmm. I was just nothing. And I feel like I'm not as mature or as smart as I should or could be because of that shit. And I think that's one of the reasons why I also like feel a tremendous amount of guilt for the people that stuck through with me um, during that. And like how I was just like a friggin', I felt like a, a, a leech. I was worthless. Well, you're not, and you weren't. I was, I really was pretty worthless. You were going through a thing, man. And you know you would do you would stick by someone who was going through a thing too. Absolutely, you know. See why why is it okay like why is it okay for someone else to go through it, Ethan, but not you? I don't have a good answer for that, but I just Just think about it. Chew on that for a minute, okay? I don't want someone to be like miserable because of me. And it's wrong to think that they would be miserable. Because well, there's no I mean, I think it means you care about the way other people feel. But I don't know, man. Change the fucking topic. Change no, change the the title of this episode because we talked about deal breakers for like five minutes. Yeah. What what, what are we going to change this episode title to? In the comments, help us out. What should we name this episode? Because I Big have to fucking. Cry babies who had a bad day, so they got on their podcast and they fucking cried. <laughs> I'm so gonna name it that. <laughs> the pickup line: Ethan and Hannah are cry babies. <laughs> well, if we don't have a name for the episode from the comment section by the end of this episode, I'm going to be we naming it. <laughs> but no, it's okay. You know, honestly, we got a little derailed. Like things, you know, our topic got a little changed. We lost our, our guest for, for the time being. We will try to reschedule and that's okay. But we just try to roll with the punches. And I feel like we had a good talk. I'm happy. And to answer uh, Caitlin's question, no, because I was exactly. always—I don't know—I'm—I I was always like a caretaker. Like I always did everything I could to take care of her. I still do. Like, um, because I just—I while we're not together and we do not click at all like that, she's still my best friend, and I still want nothing but her to be okay and her to be happy, which is so hard to explain to like people I'm potentially dating like this closeness that we have but that's the thing like we bonded through a traumatic experience so we have trauma bonding that's another topic for another day we have this un unbreakable connection that is like a brother and sister like there's nothing physical and but it's so hard to explain because it's like, dude, she's my best friend. Like, I can't, that's not going to change. Right. <laughs> oh, I already told you that. Never mind. It's okay. It's totally fine. The, uh, uh, the, uh who said, um, title, what a freaking day. <laughs> you know what? I like that. What a freaking day. Or, Catharsis, <laughs> <laughs> laughing and crying. We'll uh, call it 
but what a freaking day. I'm changing the title right now. Unless you're no, I that's the winner. Who said that? Uh Friend Wilson, thank you. Because it really has been a freaking day. And I really appreciate that you guys tuned in to just like listen to us kind of stay on topic, talk about crashing cars while pissing in cups, crying. Yeah. And trying to which, give relationship advice, although we're not professionals. And I don't know why y'all trust us. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna re totally be regretting tomorrow, and I'm gonna be literally so hard on myself for letting myself get emotional and not being, you know, everyone in the comments oh. tell Ethan why that's stupid. I gotta be a strong man. <sighs> everyone in the comments tell Ethan why that's stupid. It's okay to freaking cry, man. Everyone cries. You know, and that also goes into like, it sucks, but like, I I have that in my brain. And like, if like, say a male is talking to me and they're like having a bad day, even though my words are empathetic and I do genuinely feel bad, I still get that stupid voice in my head. That's like, don't be a baby, be a man. And it's like, oh my God, like, I, I wish I could take that part of my brain and just like cut it out. Like, yeah. why couldn't why couldn't the 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 part it's like i i obviously have brain damage why couldn't that be the indoctrination like that it could have damaged that area i think i'm so lucky i cry all the goddamn time like i i think crying is what got me out of getting yelled at by that man today because I'm just like this poor little lady crying. Oh, I'm sorry I crashed into your car. I don't know how to fucking drive. <laughs> you should have you should have said, I'm just a woman. <laughs> I know. That's literally like I was just talking shit to my no, I was talking shit to myself after, and I was just like, oh fucking stupid girl, I don't want to fucking drive. <laughs> like I'm joking, obviously. I'm a good driver. Sure you are. Shut the f don't you I call bullshit and not because you're a woman. But because you have ADHD like me, although I'm actually a good driver, I'm a fantastic driver. I and I love driving. I used to love driving, not so much anymore. Should we let these people get to sleep? Oh yeah, sorry, dude. By the way, Hannah, I'm totally grateful for you because I'm so glad we did this together. Because man, for those who don't know, like I had said earlier, I was having a shitty fucking day because some shit happened that really put my mind in a blender and uh like normally it, i would have just like been miserable to myself but i got to come on and do this show with you and i'm like nope i know once i get on screen with hannah hannah's gonna be her goofy self and i'm gonna be fine and i had so much fun so thank you well this made this was the highlight of my day too it really was so thank you um, but let me thank our patrons real quick. Jonathan Friedel, Cindy Plaza, Kenneth Lander, Kathy Leto, Jump and Shoot, Ian Oz, Philip Leach, Caitlin Beyond, uh, and Davenport. You are all awesome. Thank you so much for your patronage. Uh, if you like what we do, consider donating it for as little as $1 a month. Uh, YouTube is sucking right now. I've been, we're seven weeks waiting to get monetized, Hannah, so we could start getting super chats. But still yeah. have, yeah, and other channels. I'd love to get super chats. Yes. Other channels are getting monetized in like two days and I'm on week seven. Like, what is this? It's because you are the friendly neighborhood atheist. It yeah. is why. I'm just going to have to change the name to get monetized and then change the name back or something. That's stupid. Don't cool. do that. 
it sucks because I, I, I did consider changing it to Ethan Michael, but then I'm like, no, because then Ethan Michael looks like it just it's just me, and this channel isn't just me. It's a community. It's a neighborhood. everyone we're really you know this was like i said this was a highlight of my day and thank you to everyone who stopped by and helped make our days better yeah good night everyone good night next week You, the one watching this video, how you doing? <laughs>